We are back. Cape Ann Chamber, this is our Love Cape Ann Report. It is the last day of August, the last day of summer. Ooh. Oh no! Uh, Ken Reel, CEO of the Cape Ann Chamber of Commerce, and I am here with... Sarah Young from the Schooner Adventure and this year's board president. And our special guest is joining us. Hi, I'm Daisy Nell from the Gloucester Schooner Festival. And that will be a major topic of discussion uh, during this podcast. We're really thrilled to have you with us, Daisy. Thanks for joining us. Let's take a quick look back um, over the last few weeks. It's been a really fantastic summer for Cape Ann and and the Chamber with all that we've been doing, especially on the events side. And we started out, I think, in our last um, podcast, we talked about the big event in Manchester called Festival by the Sea, which was a little nerve-wracking because the weather was not good on Saturday, so we called it Friday afternoon, and then we postponed until Sunday, which turned Best out to decision be... decision you could have made. That absolutely was. It was a uh, really touch-and-go, uh, but the turnout on Sunday and the weather was absolutely fabulous. So that was a great, great event, and then right from there, the next event was our second block party uh, in Gloucester, where, where, of course, we closed down Main Street 6 to 10 o'clock, and We've got another one coming up tomorrow, which is the sort of the lead-in to Schooner Festival. That's and the that, last one, isn't it? Can that you? is the last of three. Yeah. Yes, that's that's the good news and the bad news. They're, <laughs> they're wonderful, wonderful community events, and, and we very much enjoy doing them. And we do that in partnership with the city. The city is a great partner for those events. So that was our, our second block party, was the middle of August. And then we went into the big event for... Cape Ann and Gloucester in particular, and that's the Waterfront Festival. That's a two-day event, Saturday and Sunday, and and we literally saw 20,000-plus people, especially on Saturday, which was so interesting. It was not a great day. It was kind of foggy and overcast. It wasn't a beach day. It wasn't a beach day, exactly right. So people came out, and they they had a great time in the park. You know, it's such a beautiful venue there, and there was so many people. We um, we brought back lobster um, after many, many years. Um, we partnered up with Salty Franks, which they're great uh, new business here in town. I had and one of the lobster rolls. It was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> there wasn't any left by the time I got there, so you were lucky. I think I was the first one in line. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a big hit, and we were glad to do that. And um, it was a, a really good event. Sunday was beautiful. The weather was really beautiful. And I think people, more people were at the beach because our, our attendance was a little bit down um, that day, but overall a great weekend. Yeah. Um, Hasn't that been going on like 20 years mm-hmm. or something? It's more than that. I mean, you tell me. I You've know. been with the chamber hey, a lot longer. not that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's been going on for a number of years, and yeah. it really is a great, great festival. It's beautiful use of Stage Fort Park, and the uh, it was beautiful. Even though it was a little foggy on Saturday, we could see the schooners out mm-hmm. out sailing that day. And That's right. It's coming in and out of the fog, and, and, and hear the great. fog horns. Yeah, I, I yeah. get nervous, so I'm a boater. And I get nervous when the fog rolls in. Mm. I start to sweat. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter because <laughs> you know these big like you have the adventure out there, big boats, and then you've got small boaters like me out there without mm-hmm. a lot of of navigation. And mm. it's like, well, where the heck are these big boats? Yeah. Yep. So, but it was fine, of course. No no mishaps in the harbor, thank goodness. Exactly. And then um, last week we had a fantastic business after hours. Speaking of schooners, and um, we celebrated. Um, a, a wonderful uh, business organization in Essex, the Essex Shipbuilding Museum, and Harold Burnham uh, was our was our host and um, guest speaker. Uh, that evening we had a great turnout, including many people who had not been to the Shipbuilding Museum before, which is one of the really neat things about our networking events is it mm-hmm. offers people the opportunity to go to businesses where or organizations where they've not been. 
And so many people had a chance to experience that whole place for the first time and, and to hear Harold talk, which was just great because really you know, Harold, is a, Harold is a national treasure, which mm -hmm. people forget or don't realize you know, that he's built the, these incredible schooners, which has in part made Gloucester and Cape Ann so very popular. And to see these schooners on the harbor is just a, an amazing sight. And, yeah. you know, Harold is the link between our, our legacy and our future. And it was really wonderful to have him speak there. It was. You know, one of the things I really liked that he said was, um, you know, keep coming back because you discover something new every time you come to the Shipbuilding Museum. And, and it's so true. Mm -hmm. I, I've been there several times, and, and every time I'm just taken with – uh, the history and um, what they do there. It's I, Daisy, I know you're pretty involved with them as well. Mm -hmm, yeah. And uh, it, it really is a great place. And I was I was surprised when I asked folks to raise their hand if they'd never yeah. been there before. And I think a third of our guests raised their hand. Yeah, yeah it's all, I mean, it's actually the Essex Historical Society. That's right, and it's yes. And so it goes beyond shipbuilding. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, it's so associated with shipbuilding that that's really become what people call it. But yeah. it is a great place. You, you never know. And also Harold, Harold is one of these guys that could organize an event around watching people cut a log in half yes. <laughs> and, and sell tickets to it. <laughs> Certainly. Well, I guess that leads us into um, Scooter this Festival. Weekend, this, this weekend. This weekend. Yeah. So it, so um, just, uh, you know, we kind of start the weekend off with the block party and mm -hmm. it starts, we close the street at five o'clock exactly mm -hmm. the same time as the mayor's reception um, starts at Maritime Gloucester. Mm -hmm. And so um, we'll be doing our thing up on Main Street and then I'll be going back and forth <laughs> uh, between there and the reception. And why don't you tell us what happens uh, then on Friday and so on they, into the weekend? They need to give you a Segway machine. <laughs> not, just for, not just for doing a podcast, that, but for going up That's how I get down. my exercise. There you go. It's all good. Anyway, so yeah, well, some of the schooners are here now. I mean, there are our local schooners that are here, our flagship schooner in Gloucester, the Schooner Adventure. And then we know about the Lannan sailing in and out every day in Ardell. Uh, there are some small schooners in town, too, the Green Dragon, Bald Eagle, Sugar Babe, and uh, Redbird, uh, which is my schooner. And uh, we've come over for the week. Lewis H. Story is here. So I've just named four boats that are built by Harold out of the 24 boats coming this weekend. Yeah. Four wow. are built by a guy who is the same age as my son. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's remarkable. He is a, a living legend, uh, but don't tell him. <laughs> but uh, so that the uh, some of the schooners uh, will be here a little bit early. They'll come trickling in throughout uh, tonight, even into tomorrow um, and then Saturday morning saturday afternoon uh they'll all be here pretty so much when by they, the afternoon they come in do they anchor up in the harbor or are they pulling up to the piers no or? this is p part of what the festival committee um works on is finding a place for them uh there's not a lot of linear footage in gloucester for mm -hmm. um, a vessel of the size of the large schooners large schooners start at 80 feet in the categories that we have which is this sort of um, very casual category that we have called small, medium, and large. Mm -hmm. um, so the large schooners are starting at 80 feet um, up to uh, the schooner we have here now from Panama City, Florida, the replica of the 1923 schooner built in Essex, the 2014 schooner, the Columbia. She's here. She's tied outboard of Adventure at Maritime Gloucester, and she her spar length is 175 feet. Oh, my goodness. She draws 15.9. 
So there aren't many places she can go. Right. So right. they're here, they're rafted to adventure, and it's kind of cool to see some of the oldest and some of the newest side by side. I'll tell you, when, when she rafted up to adventure and I looked out the, the window from my office, I thought, ooh, she makes adventure look small. It <laughs> <laughs> was pretty incredible. Well, and adventure doesn't have a bowsprit. That's so, right. Yeah. So you can yeah. see that long bowsprit on Columbia. <laughs> um, and then so most all of the big schooners will be um, coming in uh, tomorrow or the next day. The, the one who will be, who'll be anchoring will be Liberty Clipper. They're coming from Boston, and they're going to be anchored out, and uh, they'll pick up and drop off their passengers at the transient dock there next to the Harbor Master. Mm-hmm. And uh, the medium schooners uh, and the small schooners will be you know, on moorings in the harbor. Um, a couple of them will be over at the Gloucester House. American Eagle, a large schooner, coming down from Rockland, Maine. They'll be, she'll be over at the Gloucester House. So will a schooner called Heart's Desire and a schooner called David McIntosh, which is a new schooner to our group. And coming over from Marblehead, a really interesting boat. And so it's nice to have a new kid on the block for uh, this collection of boats. So how many in total? There are, there are 24, 25 if you count our good friend Strombus, a schooner that's just been finished uh, a rehab job that's taken 12 years, schooner that was owned by a dear friend of Gloucester, Steve Waldron, and now owned by Joff Deckenbach, and it's going to be a a great addition to the fleet. She's almost ready, but not quite Mm. ready, Uh, and so I've put her on the list because she's she's part of the gang, and Mm -hmm. uh, this is a great story, and uh, it's a beautiful boat, 80 years old, and uh, so these schooners span from the age of Letty G. Howard, which will be coming in later on tonight or early tomorrow morning, 1893 mm-hmm. to 2014. Wow. So that's really a span. And what it does is it tells us that the schooner as a rig, a design, mm-hmm. is still viable. And that's really important because if you only think of this as looking back, um, then we're only talking about history and standing mm-hmm. still, mm-hmm. and and these schooners do they they definitely don't stand still. They <laughs> and and uh, they're not stopped in time, so it's still happening, and they're and still they're so being built. beautiful to look at. Oh yeah, there's nothing prettier than a schooner yeah. rig. So maybe tell us how how guests visitors can uh, can see the schooners. Well, the pier at Maritime Gloucester, which is the host um, of the Schooner Festival, it's a program of Maritime Gloucester. That pier is open mm-hmm. uh, and people can walk down on that pier and see Adventure, Columbia, Ardell. Uh, and out in the harbor from that vantage point, they can see schooners that are anchored or moored in the inner harbor. Uh, a little farther down towards Cruiseport, the schooner Letty G. Howard would be there in the slot uh, that belongs to a fishing boat called the Sea Farmer. And then over in Rocky Neck at the railway, there'll be the schooner Lynx and the schooner Tree of Life uh, rafted with each other over there. They'll be open for deck tours on Saturday as will Adventure. Saturday from 9.30 to 2.30, people can go down and take a look around. the uh, boats over at the Gloucester House will probably not be open to the public, but you can certainly take a gander from the uh, railing. And uh, if you have a chance to go out on one of the schooners during the day or even on one of the tour boats around the harbor, um, like the harbor tour boat or, mm-hmm. or, or the whale watching boats um, in the evening, you can see a lot of them um, from one boat that's moving around rather than being um, limited to just what yeah. you can see by on foot. Yeah, yeah, that harbor tour is going to be busy this weekend. Oh, yeah. Steve's going to have a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> yeah. it's good. I mean, everybody should have a piece of this weekend. It's Absolutely. Part of, it's part Absolutely. of our history. It's part of our culture. And I, people tell me all year long, um, 
uh, that they the highlight of their summer is is watching the parade of schooners mm. on the boulevard and that's on uh, sunday morning and that's when you can see a lot of the schooners yes. and yeah. they all come parade they parade by um what it, time does it, that start it starts at it, it, the official start is 10 30 but at 10 o'clock a little after 10 we have a group of kids uh coming out from the gloucester high school sailing program and they're going to put on a little demonstration mm. that actually is, is includes a capsize mm. and and writing of their boat so oh, wow. they've put together a little it's really i swear it's almost like a little uh sailing ballet oh, that's great. and uh, they're going to come out and show their stuff they've really done a great job hillary fry has worked with these kids mm -hmm. and uh really it, they're so proud of what they've done and there's a nice group of uh, these kids on 420s a small sailboat mm -hmm. yeah. after that some other campers from uh, the Gloucester Museum School Project Adventure camp uh, over at Ram, Ram Island have um, put together a, a, a demonstration of how they row those dories hmm. and that um, you know that's um, a totally different kind of action to your arms than just rowing a rowboat. It's an overhand stroke, so uh, those kids will be buff by the time they get back <laughs> to school this year. Uh, so they're going to do that, and then uh, uh, the parade starts at 10.30 when um, the water cannons are um, fired, mm -hmm. you know, the shoot, shooting mm -hmm. the water spouts over. Uh, to start the parade, the, um, the police department comes through, uh, and it's very exciting because there are small boats there and people on... Uh, paddle boards and and kayaks and, mm -hmm. and and we usually have to tell them to get out of the way <laughs> and uh, and the coast guard is there the harbor master and the the boulevard is packed with people yeah. and uh, I've been one of those spectators from oh. both the boulevard and stage Fort park it's incredibly it beautiful. is incredible yes. and and uh, so I'm on the microphone there I, uh, a job I uh, was proud to inherit from Joe Garland mm. and so I describe what people are looking at when the schooners mm -hmm. come by and Mike Costello ever the radio voice Mm -hmm. We'll uh, thank our sponsors um, uh, repeatedly, and, and, and who better than Mike? Mike not only knows everybody, he, he has the perfect radio voice, you know, <laughs> the, the deep tones that he can. And uh, um, so, so we share that um, kind of a, a chat and that routine. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then what about, um, are you selling your your boat then because your boat's going to be part of the the whole weekend well yes uh stan collinson my husband will be out on redbird in the parade and uh with a, a few friends and after the parade is over he'll come back in and, and pick me up oh, I see. And okay. so i can be out in the race as well okay. and um, awesome. we purposely yeah. have a very slow boat because we thought it would be gauche to win um oh. and still be the chair of the festival <laughs> so that's so kind of you we, Daisy. We, yeah we'd purposely make a few uh, <laughs> Bozo maneuvers. Yeah. So, Daisy, I understand that there's also opportunity for people to still get on some of the schooners mm. yeah. uh, for the race. Yeah, there, there are. Um, not every boat goes out for the both the parade and the race. Mm -hmm. uh, some boats come back in, but uh, the, the majority of them leave for the parade at about 9 o'clock, 9.15, mm -hmm. after the skipper's meeting. Uh, everybody gets on the boat it's kind of a rodeo down there of people getting on and and, and trying to catch the boats and trying to find a place to park and it all works out <laughs> and uh, so the schooners that have room I think there's still room on the Thomas E. Lannan mm -hmm. and they board over at the Gloucester House and on Ardell and Adventure uh, down at Maritime Gloucester Columbia does not take passengers mm -hmm. um, uh, I think that um, Roseway is taking passengers. They will also be at, when they get here, they'll be at Maritime Gloucester. I oh, didn't mention will. that okay. earlier, but they'll be there. They're going to be the peanut butter and the sandwich okay. between Columbia and Adventure. Yep. And um, Letty G. Howard, uh, um, I don't think, is they have students on board. Right, they do. And um, I don't think Lynx and Tree of Life are taking out passengers, but Liberty Clipper 
uh, will be taking passengers, but I think she's bringing them all from Boston. Great. But uh, all those uh, links and websites are on Maritime Gloucester's website and the Schooner Festival's website. Great. And Heritage Days, tell us a little bit about that. That's well, happening. Maritime Heritage Day is, is great, and it's one of the reasons uh, why the Schooner Festival Committee um, added a, a, an ingredient to its mission about five years ago. We wanted to have more of a ripple effect, to use a, a metaphor that applies, mm-hmm. uh, to um, more than just one weekend a year. We wanted to have an impact. Those of us who have been on the committee for ever, uh, have uh, wanted to do something that has some meaning beyond the weekend, which is exciting and spectacular. But there was an educational element that we wanted to implant because we want to make sure that it that has a legacy that mm-hmm. goes on into the future. So we want to foster um, inf- interest in these boats in, with younger people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we can get people interested in that in, in, and in a way that's fun. Uh, uh, in a way that ties into our, our, our cultural history here in Cape Ann. So Maritime Heritage Day does that by having um, vendors uh, who are tied to Cape Ann through what they do, um, are connected to the harbor and to the water, various vessels. Uh, Ernestina Morrissey mm-hmm. has a, um, a booth there. Of course, Adventure does too, and other environmental groups, science groups, because of course that's part of what we need to pay attention to when we're talking about the future mm-hmm. of our harbor. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there are also activities and you know fun educational activities that are fun about like boat little boat building or not tying and things like that mm-hmm. for kids and families and food um the, you can't forget the ice cream guy that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's great and yeah. uh but lots of food and and uh, fun things to do all yeah. day there will be music too right great music yeah. uh, down home swing and old cold tater great. are going to join forces and play at geno's um on the deck there cool. and so this is all happening down on harbor loop on harbor loop it's uh, right. closed off like it is for the concerts on right. thursday nights great um, tents uh, and little pavilions up there on the uh, harbor loop, and then down the hill, going down to the pier. There'll be more uh, to do down there along the, and then people can walk down out on the pier and see the boats. Great, yeah, it's always a fun day. I had a lot of fun last year. I was at the adventure booth for most of the day, and it's a great time. So it's a great spirit, yeah. f- feeling of community. It you really know, is. people mm-hmm. people said last year because of the construction in the harbor, we were the whole thing was up on harbor loop. Mm-hmm. And people walked by and said they never knew that that was part of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've decided to combine that by having it still up on Harbor Loop and down mm-hmm. on a pier mm-hmm. so that great. people can get the, the, the full experience. Yeah. And that pier, the new pier, is beautiful. It they, is beautiful. They did a great job putting it back together. Well, that, you know, it was inconvenient for a while. It sure was. But it was an yeah. inconvenient truth. It had to be done. It was a great cleanup project that just took place. And right. then Humpty Dumpty got all put back together again. That's right. And an exciting new thing on the pier is the... Um, the uh, oysters. Oh, yeah. the oysters. Yeah, the oyster farm and the, <laughs> the aquarium. Both farm. Of them, and, the, yeah. and the aquarium. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a but lot to see. you can't eat them, right? No, you can't eat them. Oh. Well, not yet. Okay. <laughs> and three years? Are we allowed to eat them in like three years? Or? Something like that. Oh, all yeah. right. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so again, the website where people can look up all this information, Daisy? There are two. GloucesterSchoonerFestival.net and MaritimeGloucester.org. 
And uh, those are the two websites. You can Google. I mean, I feel like I'm speaking in tongues. You can Google <laughs> um, either of those things, and they will, and uh, the information will come up for sure. There's, yeah. The, the Schooner Festival has been around for 33 years mm-hmm. now, so there's a lot out there you can find if you uh, go online. And will there be a map or any kind of brochure available at Maritime Gloucester? Or Yes, and they're also over at the Chamber of Commerce. There's a yep. big stack of them that uh, someone picked up today, as a yes. matter of fact. Uh, there are a lot of them at Maritime Gloucester. Some mm-hmm. of them are um, at the Visitor Center. Um, I took some over to the Beauport Hotel. Great. Best view in town. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, get. so uh, that's um, uh, a brochure that has a beautiful piece of artwork on the cover by John Caggiano, who's donated his artwork to our program this year and to our t-shirts and uh, to some little drawstring bags that we have. So it's really, again, it's a community spirit of people donating their time and, and talent. Well, thank you, Daisy, for all that you do and, and leading that festival committee. It's a great, yeah. great group of people. and It is. We, it's fun. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate and it's incredible it. the ships that are coming in. I know that yeah. you spend months, literally months, planning this, and it has become the culmination of the summer. Yeah. You know, this does really represent Cape Ann now with these wonderful schooners that we have both here and that come to visit us at the end of the year. Well, we have to thank uh, the Chamber of Commerce because um, when uh, – we first wanted to do a schooner festival in Gloucester. It was the Chamber of Commerce who said yes. Mm. And that was Mike Costello, and he hasn't gotten over it yet, but <laughs> he still talks to me. That's why we keep Mike around, <laughs> so we can thank our sponsors. That's important. Oh, That's Mike, right. Mike is, Mike is uh, a terrific guy, and, and uh, we've and been friends for a long time. Absolutely. And I would, and I would add just extremely uh, supportive of the Chamber, so we, we very oh, much yeah. enjoy having him be part of everything that we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just a couple of things then to walk off here. Yeah. Did we talk about the Cape Ann license plate, Sarah? I don't think we have yet, Ken. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the Cape Ann license plate, Sarah. Excellent. So just quickly, I have mine. <laughs> that's good. I have mine as well. Good. Daisy, we won't ask. It's okay. Um, there's opportunity there. We you, have. You must have checked her card before <laughs> she walked in. <laughs> I've counted the Cape Ann license plates in the parking lot. <laughs> Um, we have very exciting news uh, from the foundation, the Cape Ann Community Foundation, which is the nonprofit that has been set up by the, the chamber and now is running separately with a separate board, and that the foundation manages the proceeds from the license plate. And so the foundation let its uh, first three grant um, awards. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, the announcement was made, and last week, the presentations uh, were made, which were just wonderful. Such a such a great opportunity to be able to um, to go out and make a few organizations happy. <laughs> and and who are those organizations? Oh, I'd love to tell you. So we the the foundation uh, granted uh, twelve thousand dollars in total uh, to three organizations, and they were the Backyard Growers, mm-hmm. uh, led by Lara Lapianca, and uh, the the Cape Ann Farmers Market, um, and Action Inc. And each of them had um, submitted proposals uh, that that are really uh, programs that are either creating jobs, um, working in economic development, and uh, promoting the region. And we had about 25 applications. Yeah, the response right? was very impressive. It was incredible, and and the the board, um, you know, uh, it was it was tough. I mean, a lot of great great applications and. Um, you know, what we, I guess what we want to say is that 
the more license plates that people buy, the more money we're able to to grant back out into the community um, and be able to hopefully um, fund even more of those projects. Right. It's but always been the objective since the beginning that a main reason for developing the license plate was to have the proceeds go back and support the community. And now this is our the first instance of that, which we're very pleased to, to be able to recognize and tell people about. and encourage others to sign up for the plate to show the love and your love and pride of the region every day. That's right. So we had the license plate news. That's that's a big one, I think, for uh, for us and the community. Going forward, a couple of quick things uh, coming up in actually September, early October is uh, two big events. We have uh, postponed our education fundraiser. We do that through a golf tournament at Bass Rocks and and we are um, oversold for that, which is fantastic. There's opportunity for a few additional sponsors, but the players are maxed out at um, at over 100 this year, which is great. And then two days later, we have one of our our fundraisers and a and a really fun event um, at the Gloucester House, and that's our twenty five thousand dollar game, mm-hmm. where we literally uh, give away twenty five thousand dollars that evening and a top prize of ten thousand, with twelve uh, chances to win in total, some denomination from five hundred up to ten thousand dollars. That's a lot of fun. What do we sell? Like four hundred tickets. Five hundred. Good 500, question. Five hundred tickets. tickets. Best so, odds in town. At best <laughs> odds in town. That's yeah. twelve. Twelve chances to win. Five hundred tickets sold. That's and great. Um, of course, Sarah and I have tickets on us right now, <laughs> uh, and there are they're for sale um, around the community and at the Cape Ann Chamber. If you're interested, yeah. come on by. Look us up. CapeAnnChamber.com. And I think with that, that's about all we have for this this update. Anything else? Well, I I really would like to thank our sponsors first, Ipswich Bank, the City of Gloucester. Maritime Gloucester, of course, Ballast Point Brewery, Timberline Construction, and Market Basket. Awesome. Thanks very much, Daisy. Thanks Thanks, for joining us today. It was great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you all. We'll see you next month.